0: And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse.
1: with an opening like that we should be dropping some bars right now
2: (laughs) i was about to man i was about
1: to (laughs) had a a little fun with that one so uh anyways uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the beer dad and brew podcast as always i am your host the beer dad himself justin allen and i am joined by my co-host brandon what's up buddy
2: hey man how's it going happy holidays merry christmas happy hanukkah to everybody out there and all the other great holidays
1: Absolutely, and uh, the day that we're recording on just so happens to be Festivus, so happy Festivus to the rest of us. Right. Uh, Put up a post on social medias today that, uh, you know, enjoy Festivus and allow everybody to air their grievances. And my grievance that I aired um, uh, for at least that post, I have many, uh, was that uh, Carl Strauss did not make the peanut butter cup porter this year for the holiday, so I was pretty ticked off about that. So Carl, Mr. Strauss, boo to you.
2: Pretty good grievance, man. Pretty fair grievance. That's pretty much unacceptable. <laughs> That's
1: right. I'll Very date. unacceptable. So uh but yeah, uh Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all the rest to all of our listeners all over the world. Uh we appreciate you uh checking in with us on all our episodes and interacting with us on the social medias, the interwebs. Uh so Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody.
2: That's right. Happy holidays, man. It's been crazy, man. Like, there's been a lot of great episodes this year. Um, some of which I've been fortunate enough to be a part of. But you know, whether I'm participating in the podcast or uh listening, um, I think this year has definitely been, you know, just I don't want to say the be- I- I- I'm reluctant to say the best because they're all good, man. But like, th- you've had some bangers this year, like, I'm doing a lot, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and going a lot of places doing stuff and making things happen and meeting a lot of really cool people. And uh, you know, we're wearing some hats here uh from our new uh we're gonna call them family, but Noble L works uh out in um, Anaheim, California. We've done two episodes with them and um I figured that would be a good way to uh start the show with a little pre-game, because uh, it's our Christmas episode. And so, you know, there's a little bit of um A list that santa goes by and um on that list you're either nice or you're naughty and so i think that uh, we should pregame with a little naughty sauce from noble l works anaheim california i'm
2: right there with you brother yeah definitely on the naughty
1: list this year so (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Especially after I brought home a case of beer after going to Noble Aleworks and my wife's like, your beer
2: fridge is full. (laughs) Gosh, man. Noble was so generous. Uh, Just, you know, the craft lounge is always going to be the home and the heart of Mm -hmm. Beer dad and brew podcast, of course, but Noble Aleworks is quickly becoming kind of like that home away from home, you know, the second home. Uh, Just really, really nice people over there that brew really nice and great beer. Shout out to them. Um, and
1: this being one of them, Naughty yeah. Sauce. So here we go. Got some Naughty Sauce, some Noble L-Works uh,
2: glassware. Beautiful. I'm excited about my glass that I'm pouring in. It's not a Noble L-Works, but it's one that I like. You might like it as well from Moe's Tavern at Universal Studios. Oh, very <laughs> Hollywood. Nice. yeah. Get you, a know, you go to a most tavern and you can pay like an extra couple bucks and you get the glass that you can take home. But then, you know, you got to carry that sucker for the rest of the day. But, you know, luckily, you know, I was there with my lady and she, uh, put it in her purse. Um, yeah. So I was like, I like I
0: that. Home. but
2: yeah, it says even it says drink up chumps on there.
0: <laughs> <glasses>.
2: <laughs> Cheers to you brother. Happy holidays. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. There you go. All right. And
1: uh, for those of you that eventually will see this, uh, we are doing something a little different. Brandon and I actually aren't uh, together here because it is the holidays and most of us have a million plans, especially when you're married to the beer wife. You got all sorts of stuff going on during the holidays, so we weren't able to link up to do this in person. But we are recording here from Idyllwild, California, uh, up at our Christmas cabin. And uh, Brandon, where are you at?
2: I'm in the Gora Hills. Uh, that's my hometown. That's where my parents uh, live. That currently, it's where I grew up. Um, so yeah, it's good to be back home for the holidays. Spend some time. Looking forward to just kind of unwinding a little bit, enjoying some good beers and yeah. uh, you know, good beers, good food, good family, kicking back. That's what it's all about. For Here, sure.
1: Discussing just discussing earlier, uh, uh, you kind of get to celebrate two holidays. So you get to celebrate Hanukkah. As well as Christmas, so yeah, uh, that's pretty awesome. My
2: mom, uh, <laughs> my mom grew up Mormon. Yeah, uh, she she doesn't currently practice Mormonism, but she grew up celebrating Christmas, and it was always really important to her. Right. And my dad grew up Jewish. Uh, he's a little bit less religious, but you know, he wanted to kind of teach me like the Jewish tradition. So yeah, I'm lucky. I I grew up kind of like getting to celebrate both, but also like learning about. Uh, both cultures and traditions and both of the beautiful holidays and like you know, instead of one day
1: of christmas you have eight crazy eight,
2: nights <laughs> eight crazy nights as uh the man himself adam said it <laughs> that's right
1: that's, that's yeah. awesome yeah um well we're having some uh, some naughty sauce to pregame here it's good, that was a, a good I, way to pregame the christmas episode
2: yeah i um the first time I tried this beer, it was the first beer that I had when we went to Noble and I had it on nitro. And obviously, you know, Golden Milk Stout, that's absolutely the type of beer that you want to have on nitro. It's the perfect style for nitro. Oh, yeah. right? But I got to say, like, I, I love it in the can, man. Like, it's really good. Like, there's just having that crisp element of like coming out of the can and not having that nitrogenated, smooth, silky quality. Like don't get me wrong, it's nice on nitro, but like I don't know man I think I, I kind of prefer the canned version
1: right it's um oh man, I feel like in you know we talked about it on our our last episode if you don't count the bonus episode that I snuck in on everybody um <clears throat> with Jimmy they kind of uh, tweaked the uh, tweaked the recipe a little bit um and I really like it and it tastes really good in in this can and really good ice cold um mm-hmm. I've Got it in a, a cooler, it's like 20 degrees up here, so it's sitting in the garage in a cooler, which happens to be um, like a poor man's Yeti. I think it's called a that was that thing called a vibe cooler. It's made by a kayak company. Oh, um, but man, that keeps some things like the ice that I put in there four days ago. It's still solid ice in there, it hasn't even melted yet. So Damn. this is ice cold,
2: it's really good. It's doing its job. Hey, I gotta ask you give me give me a little recap of victory at sea day because i know you're over there man i'm i'm so bummed out that i wasn't there with you it looks like a really fun time Uh, it was it
1: was cool um we had we had a good time you know obviously the main reason why i went there wasn't really to record a podcast that's why it's kind of like a bonus episode but um we were there to celebrate my my good friend chris for his birthday we all kind of him me and my brother will have birthdays in december and that's something that he likes to do every year is go to victory at sea day. And, um, definitely, you know, they've done it a lot more than I have. Uh, it's, it's died down quite a bit over the years, as far as numbers go. And in the offerings, um, not as crazy as it used to be in terms of all the different, uh, variants. I want to say there was like 12, 10 or 12 different victory at seas. Um, and I had like, on the on the bonus episode, I had four, but on like I think I had another additional like two or three after that. um And for me, um I really like the uh the uh, salted caramel and the maple bourbon uh, mm-hmm. variants. Those were those are really really good. um It's a lot of fun, you know. All the the beer tenders and waitresses from the restaurant are all dressed like pirates, and <laughs> um, the pirate theme. They give you when you when you sign in, they give you tokens or gold doubloons, little pirate doubloons. Oh, that's awesome! So that you can go get your beer and. A couple trinkets and stuff like that um and then i got a a four pack of i think victory at sea i can't remember what it was that they gave me but um they got a can of that for you too
2: oh so kind of you yeah that's good I've had, I've had one variation of victory at sea i can't remember what it was i had it at the uh, anaheim you know downtown disney location um i remember loving it like it was one of my favorite beers that i had over there so yeah, yeah. For, for folks that don't know uh victory Tea day is an event that ballast point brewing in uh southern california they have various locations throughout southern california um uh, does every year is it is it an anniversary thing
1: uh yeah it's uh, not not really an anniversary thing i think it's just something that they set up um <clears throat> to celebrate the darkest day of the year so they kind of came up with that and you know victory is one of their most popular beers that they make and they said you know let's barrel age these and do all these different variants so that we can have them every year at this like festival that we'll do and um awesome. you know it's yeah. it used to be really really like huge like you know elbow to elbow in that place and uh now i think you know not that it wasn't crowded i don't want to downplay it at all i think they did pretty well um, but I just think that the Miramar location is so large and with all the other locations that are open now, um, it's dispersed the crowds a little bit. So because, you know, you got Long Beach, you got downtown Disney, you got um, the uh, old uh, homebrew mart down in San Diego. Um, so they got you know multiple locations people can go to now instead of just the one. So uh, that kind of helps. And it was good for us. I mean, we were able to find a nice spot to set up for our our large group. I could set up my podcast equipment and stuff it was outside way in the back. Uh, if we got, got there earlier, it might've gotten a better, better spot. Cause I don't know if you've been to the Miramar location, but there's some really dope spots on the inside where they have like wraparound couches and
2: Ottomans and stuff like that. That's awesome. Not nah, i <laughs> uh to the downtown Disney location, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm stoked to hear the podcast because yeah. like, yeah, the videos you took and you know what you said, it sounds like it was a great time. Definitely got to go next year
1: yeah that it was uh, definitely worthwhile so we'll do we'll check it out maybe we'll take Jimmy's advice and go to the long beach one, yeah Hell yeah <laughs> go with him yeah, we'll have to be his uh be his uh chauffeur apparently uh victory is <laughs> the darkest day of the year for mr jimmy Getz.
2: <laughs> yeah man yeah it sounds like uh we'd we'd be uh treated pretty well at the long beach location so <laughs> yeah That sounds like the location for next year for sure.
1: Absolutely. I don't know if it's coming across in my mind, but if you can hear what sounds like forty thousand elephants stomping above my head, that's my children upstairs because I'm in the (laughs) basement here in the cabin. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on up there? Part of me wants to like check on them, make sure everything's okay, but I know it's two toddlers, so you know, you know
2: how that goes. Yeah, of course. Well, I can't hear it on my side, but maybe when I go back to kind of put the episode together, I'll hear some crazy like boom, (laughs) boom, boom. (laughs) But uh, hey, it'll make the podcast more fun. Adds
1: to the ambiance. I mean, I am the beer dad, so, you know, can't be a beer dad without kids, I suppose. Hey, maybe we can
2: can just say that it's uh, Santa landing on the roof. He's coming to give you you his present. He's got like a whole big sack full of beer that he's going to throw down and (laughs) deliver for you. And, you know. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Uh, It is Christmas. And so those types of things uh, could be going on right now. Got to get ready to start uh, tracking Santa on the old NORAD. Uh, See where he's at. Um, Delivering presents all around the world. I know my kids are jacked. They're excited. Uh, It's one of those things where it's like, It's like me and you on a special release beer day. We're all (laughs) excited and stoked for that morning to come. And meanwhile, I got Hunter upstairs. He's just like ripping it up, man. He's just like, Dad, Santa's coming. Look at all these presents that are already here, and Santa's going to bring more. And it's like, well, how do you know, buddy? You got to be good. You got to be on the on on the good list, you know, the nice list. He's like, I've been good. I was like, well, there's been a couple of times I had to put you on timeout. <laughs> He's just like, he looks <laughs> at me. He starts to think about it for a second. It's great. One thing about being a parent is you can always hold Santa against the children when they're mis- misbehaving. And then whoever came up with the elf on the shelf, man. You got to be kidding me. That's perfect. Cause now I can not just use Santa to throw you under the bus. I got that elf watching you 24 seven until the,
2: until Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's genius, man. I, um, I wish for my mom's sake that they had the elf on the shelf when I was a younger guy, yeah. because, uh, God, man, I was so bad. I used to like break into the presents. Like I would tear little pieces, like I would tear one little piece <laughs> what and to figure out what it is. And I, you know, I would like reposition the present so you can't see the one piece right? Then I walk away like, damn, I can't tell what it was. I still yeah. don't know. I got to go back. And I like go back, like sneaking around. Like I was like little James Bond or something, tear <laughs> another piece in there. Be like, oh, I still can't tell. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. if yeah, felt- we,
1: uh, we had, um, you know, my wife, she's, uh, I don't want to call her a Christmas freak, but I'm going to call her a Christmas freak. Uh, so the, <laughs> she's very prepared when it comes to Christmas. And she had a, a lot of the Christmas shopping, you know, well and done by probably September. And so she started uh, wrapping um, all the gifts minus um, the big guy, right? Because, wait, we don't wrap big guy's gifts. He actually brings them. I'll go with that. Um, but right, right. she'll get all our, all our stuff wrapped and, you know, all our family members and stuff because we come up here to the cabin with family. So it's a lot of gifts. But she likes to get ahead of it, you know, so it's not like, you know, closer to crunch time she's already done. And so all these gifts have been wrapped, sitting in our living room at the house, and we had to move them um, to reposition them so we could get to some things that were behind them um, to get ready for the cabin. And as we did it one day, as a couple weeks ago, we started finding a couple of the little packages that had been opened. Like, some, <laughs> he knows exactly which ones are cars, toys, and stuff like that. So he goes for those, and they're ripped open like sideways, so like you could he could see what was inside.
2: Smart guy. <laughs> and, he, and he puts them back. He's only four smart guy yeah well you got to tell him hey the elf was watching and uh that's right got we got the elf's report Mm -hmm. and the elf
1: might have to take those those open ones to somebody that's not so nosy
2: exactly (laughs) what's on their christmas wish list this year like what's like the hot item for uh youngins
1: um well
2: See, I'm we'll starting my oldest,
1: Kaylee. She's 14. Um, All she wants now is clothes and makeup. And she's obsessed with Morgan Wallen. So tickets to go see him, which she's already seen. Um, wow. And that's kind of the grown up ness in her. <laughs> of course, she wants a brand new iPhone and all this other stuff that we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, she might
0: be getting one.
1: Oh. Ooh i won't let her listen to this podcast wow yeah um, but uh but yeah you know it's just older older kids are into that kind of stuff and then i got my four-year-old hunter he's uh obsessed with cars and so that's pretty much all really he's gonna get a ton of cars um he hasn't really like when he went and saw santa <laughs> santa said what do you want he just said cars <laughs> so that's all he cares about <laughs> right now you know, and then, and then the little one, um, she wanted, um, uh, little mermaid toys. Uh, but oh. she said she calls them a uh, Burbade. So she told when she, we saw Santa, she's like, What do you want? What do you want for Christmas? And she goes, Burbade toys. And the Santa kind of looked at me, I said, Little mermaid. And he,
2: oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's good. The yeah. man's good. <laughs>
1: so, um, I'm sure they'll be happy on Christmas morning. So, It'll be good. So that's awesome. uh, What about you? What was your thing that you were hoping for this Christmas, either from the lady or your folks?
2: Gosh, man, it's a good question. You know, the older I get, the more I just kind of want to like, it's less about like the material items. Like for me, a good Christmas, good holiday is just like having some good beer, some good conversations and just spending time with like loved ones and slowing down not worrying about work or like stresses of life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just sharing a, uh, a good beer or two or three with uh, yeah. People that you love. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, I think I'm kind of right there in the same boat. Um, you get older, you just kind of appreciate more of the, you know, the relaxing part of Christmas and, you know, I love, you know, uh, and you'll, you'll hopefully experience this one day, the The look on the kids faces when they tear into their presence and they're super happy. And it could be something very simple, like for my son, if he opens up a certain car that's like, you know, one of the rare ones that he doesn't have. I mean, he, he will just go ballistic and that right there. Um, you know, as a parent, it just, you know, melts your heart, feels good. And that's what I like. So, so sometimes I get yelled at cause I haven't opened any of my gifts. Cause I'm just watching the kids. Um, you know, cause as, as a child and I don't want to knock my parents, but I never got to have the Christmases like my kids have had. Um, and I've done that for a reason. I mean, is it spoiling them? Yeah, probably, but I still teach them the good values and stuff like that. But I just love it. You know, I guess called me selfish. I just love to see my kids happy and um, you know, Christmas has definitely put a smile on my face over the years. I didn't used to like Christmas as much when I was younger. You know, I was that kind of young, stubborn guy. That's like, eh, bah Humbug Christmas, whatever, you know, and then you have a family and it completely changes your, your attitude about things. And, um, you know, that's what, that's what I like. And my wife gets irritated because she'll ask me, what do you want? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me, um, you know, typical dad things, you know, yeah. um, uh, if, if I could have a brand new smoker or something like that, I'd probably be into that. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, like you, like the material things I'm like, mm. you know, something that I actually have use for. Right, you, know, you go course. out and smoke a bunch of meat for the family yeah know, exactly because you're' doing it
2: <laughs> yeah exactly have a beer while you're doing it but like if you you know you're smoking the meat but like yeah that's for the family you know yeah. it's for you and the family to enjoy it's right. not a selfish thing it's it's yeah. for yeah it's for for your your people
1: and I do know one of my gifts my mother-in-law she always uh hooks me up every year uh, she's awesome I hit the jackpot with her um, her gift I we didn't bring up here because it was too damn big. So it's already know what it is it's already set up it's in the backyard i haven't been able to use it but it's one of those blackstone uh grills Ooh. So, yeah i'm pretty stoked about that because i'm like man i can make breakfast for the whole family and we don't have all these damn dishes and can make like pancakes and hash browns and eggs and all that stuff and i'm like while well, i'm drinking beer because i'm outside you <laughs> <laughs> can have beer for breakfast right
2: yeah, of course. Uh, you just got to have a Goja Busters.
1: Yes, Goja Busters. No, uh, blur, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: what, that's what Jimmy said. It's the perfect breakfast beer.
2: Right. Yeah. So. And he, I I love the uh, conviction that he spoke with. He spoke like a man who uh, has been having some Goja Busters for breakfast for a couple of <laughs> days in a row. You know what I mean? <laughs> he lives by that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, how could you blame him? It's, uh, it's darn good stuff. <laughs> Right.
1: Um, Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, Christmas is a time for family and uh, the Beard and Brew podcast has a large extended family. Uh, So I want to acknowledge a lot of our family members uh, from the Beard and Brew podcast uh, who could not be there with us today. Um, So uh, the other Brandon, Brandon Gray. Uh, he is uh, currently working right now, so he's unable to to jump on with us. And, uh, you know, we'll miss him in his pug costume this year. Definitely. Um, but uh, we love you, brother, and uh, good luck. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but uh, he's in the works of opening uh, a brewery in Belmont. So Cryptic Brewing is on its way. Uh, so good luck with that, brother. Uh, we wish you nothing but success in, in everything that you do. Hell yeah, man. So uh, cheers to you. And then, uh, uh, Jimmy Garcia, uh, owner and proprietor of the craft lounge, our sponsors. We love you, brother. Uh keep doing what you're doing for the community there in Beaumont and the Inland Empire. Uh we, you know, we love and appreciate everything that you've done for us here at the Out and Brew Podcast and continue to do for us. Um so I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a happy holidays. <sighs> this is now we gotta go through the list. Of course, of course we can't forget Joshua Kunkel, um uh the the OG. brood man and uh you know i know you're with us in spirit every time we hit the record button of the beard add and brew podcast um so we definitely miss you and you know cheers to you up in Valhalla.
2: merry christmas josh
1: every time i think of josh and christmas i can't i can't get him get him out of my head in his onesie outfit that did not fit
2: (laughs) i remember yeah because i remember that picture that you guys posted uh, where he was doing that kind of like oh yeah I'm talking about the uh Jeff Goldblum pose <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah man that was uh that was funny <laughs> and it's a beautiful uh fun tradition that yeah. you get started you know for the Christmas episode I, I know it's a little different this year but um you know hey we're still having fun and next we year we'll we're do enjoying it we're enjoying the enjoying
1: the holidays and Uh, we're going to be sipping on some Christmas beers that we have lined up here. You've got some, I've got some, so we're going to still make things happen. And then also something else that we're going to make happen. That is part of the tradition of the Christmas episode that everybody looks forward to is while we are enjoying our Christmas beers in the background, we'll be, uh, playing Christmas vacation of the national lampoons variety.
2: Gosh darn. I love this movie so much. It's, uh, it's the greatest Christmas movie. I'm just going to say it. It is. And, uh, you,
1: you heard a little clip of it in our, in her intro <laughs> this year. I had to throw that in there because, uh, Clark Griswold, uh, to any, uh, dad is, uh, a hero and inspiration during Christmas time. And so, uh, I look to him, my wife always gives, gives me a hard time when, when I get in my Clark Griswold mode during Christmas, <laughs> she always says, she always says, uh, yeah, you're uh, you're definitely uh, gonna have fun out there with those Christmas lights. <laughs> and <then> she lets <laughs> wait because she can just she can cue it up, and uh, next thing you know, you know the the mother f's and this and that are popping out out there as I'm hanging Christmas lights. But I do it in good spirit because
2: it's for the family, right? And then as Hunter gets older, he's gonna be like Rusty out there handing yep. you the lights and the staple gun and <laughs> <laughs> bailing you yep. out when you staple your thumb to the the gutter and. <laughs> yep.
1: And then the neighbors, you know, <laughs> that's why the carpet's wet. Yeah, man.
2: Julia Louis-Dreyfus, man. <laughs> so good.
1: Right? Well, why don't you uh, get that movie queued up, and we'll have that on on the background while we're chit-chatting and enjoying these Christmas beers.
2: Yes, sir. You got it.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Brandon's going to be loading it up, paying no attention to his password. One, two, three, four, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you were able to get that, huh? <laughs> All right. Let's get these here. Got a little bit of a commercial there. Oh, there it is. Love it. Hopefully the sound will come through okay. I know the sound upstairs is coming through. I think my kids are burning the place down. I don't know what's going on up there. <laughs> Ah, uh, there it is.
0: Let's see. There we go. Yep.
2: All right. What do you think? Should we uh crack a little something? Yeah, let's uh Let's get into some Christmas
1: stuff. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and start here. Well, I mean, technically, we already started with some naughty sauce, but I uh, I don't even know where I found this. To be honest, and I have a can of this for you, by the way, too.
0: Um,
1: this is a uh, a lot of people know know it as Shiner, or the brewery is Shiner, but it's actually that's not the the brewery. It's the Spotzel Brewery in Texas, uh, which is a German style brewery. Shiner Bach is the famous Texas beer, but this is Shiner Holiday Cheer. Ooh. And what's interesting about it? It's an ale brewed with peaches and pecans.
2: So. Ooh. Okay, you know yeah. I I like that because it, it that is. Uh, That certainly qualifies as a holiday beer, but it's like not the route that most breweries would go. Most breweries would throw in, you know, like the coriander, the cinnamon, the nutmeg, go for like the spice route. But these guys went for the fruit route, which, Mm. yeah, it's a little bit of a different vibe. I I, I dig it. All right, let's see what I got. Mine.
1: For the sound creeps. Ooh, it smells
2: amazing. Speaking of uh, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom, and clove, <laughs> um, I got a beer called Krampus Belgian Winter Ale. Ah, Krampus. the latter ones, yeah. It's uh, it's from Eight One Eight, a brewery that I brought on the show before. You know, I'm yes. I'm, I'm an Eight One Eight head. Um, this is a beer that they brew. They essentially take a, a Belgian style ale that they brew year rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they section off a little bit of it and they put some uh, fun holiday spices into it and they make their cramp their, uh, It's, it's a winter warmer, essentially. Um, it's pretty good, man. Pour a little bit of it.
1: Okay.
2: So on mine
1: holiday cheer, really um, the aroma, very, very peachy. Uh, so if you're not a peach fan, you might not like it. Well, I don't know what it tastes like yet, but when you smell it, it smells very peachy. Uh, the actual color itself—if you can see there in the light—kind of a very dark amber color. It's uh, not quite uh, that transparent, but I don't know. We'll see. It's a lighter beer. That's what the ABV is—five point four percent. So not too bad. And where? Remind me where
2: Shiner is again? Where the brewery? Texas. Texas. okay. Okay.
1: They're in uh, Shiner, Texas. And that's why hence the Shiner name. Got it. Uh, but Spotsell Brewery is the, is the name of the brewery. I'm going to go in on this and let's see what it's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so cool. That is very interesting. By it's no good. means, by no means is it like something that I'm gonna drink every day, um, but for Christmas time, just something cool, you know, and very peachy. Pecan, I think the pecan is, it's there, maybe on the back end, not not as prevalent as the peach, um, but it's uh it's it's actually kind of kind of sweet on the sweet side, more of a more syrupy like peach syrup. Um, Carbonation is pretty pretty decent. It's it's definitely something that you could enjoy in the holidays to get in the holiday spirit.
2: But not bad. Okay. Yeah, that's a good beer to kind of kick off the night with uh, you know, as you work your way out. Um mine's pretty good too, man. It's got that like spicy, bready, peppery vibe that you expect from a Belgian. Yeah. But with that holiday fun of yeah definitely get a lot of the nutmeg I'd say the cinnamon is like more on the nose you yeah. know cardamom i don't really have like a reference for I feel like i i don't really know what to taste for for cardamom but it's good
1: yeah this is uh this is a good beer this is a this is a really good beer. It's totally different than what I was thinking it was going to taste like. I was thinking it was going to be more pecan forward with a slight, you know, hint of peach. But they definitely went with some adjuncts there on the on the peach. Mm. Uh, but if you really like peach, you're going to love this. Now, is like that drinking. something
2: that's pretty easy to find um, in in SoCal or like? Uh, you know, or you got to get it kind of re- regionally. So, Shiner, like Shiner Bach itself, I, I
1: believe you can find uh in distribution here in Southern California. Um, this is a you know, obviously a holiday chair. I think it came in a camera of a six pack or a 12 pack. I want to say it was a six pack. Um, but it was like a little square box. I saw it on the end cap somewhere and I want to say Total Wine is where I found it. Okay. It was either Total Wine. No, it couldn't have been Bevmo because I haven't been to Bevmo in a long time. I just got burned too many times there. And total wine, you got to watch it too. But I'm very good about looking at the dates on cans and stuff, especially IPAs. um You know, when you pick up an IPA, a total wine, you look on the date, and you know we're in December, and the date says you know December of twenty, and you're like, "Jeez, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pour this, and it's gonna be nothing but sediment in it. <laughs> it's all at the bottom." Um. But uh, yeah, obviously this is, you know, fresh stuff from distribution, but uh, I'm glad I got it. I I think people are going to like it. Um, It kind of reminds me of uh, peach cobbler because, you know, you got the kind of the back end on the pecan kind of gives you that crust flavor. And then obviously the peaches are very prevalent. um, And then the style, the L kind of a creaminess of the L. So a little bit of a peach cobbler flavor.
2: So not bad. Love it. I would definitely try it. Yeah. I, like I said, I just love that they went for like the fruity, cakey type of holiday vibe rather than like the spices, you know? I feel like most breweries go for the spicy, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: They love the nutmegs at Christmas yeah. time. Most yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm actually looking at it right now I'm looking at the, the the one of the beers that I have here stacked in the middle and literally the last ingredients
2: listed is nutmeg but yeah I mean hol nice pairs pretty pretty nicely yeah. though oh. our movie stopped I'm gonna try and get it there. I see that
1: we yeah, we're just about see. to cut down our Christmas tree. There he is. Chase. We chase. The man, the myth,
0: the legend. There we go.
1: There they go. <laughs> I feel like that's something I would do to my kids and, and wife. They're like, you know what? You can't just, you know, trek out and grab the first tree you see. You got to go beyond and go farther because you never know the perfect tree might be out there. And I think that's what's, uh, in Chevy Chase's mind, right now,
2: yeah, I mean, he's just so fixated on having that perfect Christmas, you know. But I feel like it's so relatable because we all are, right? And like that perfect Christmas, right. the uh, the one you see in movies is is not attainable. It's not about all the. See the funny, the funny thing for me with
1: uh, Christmas trees is I'm I'm not that extreme uh, as far as Chevy Chase goes. Uh, it's an argument that I have with my wife every year about the Christmas tree. She has to have a real one and I'm hundred percent. Okay. With fake because the new ones, I mean, the one behind me is really nice. Uh, the cabin provided, but like the new ones are really beautiful. I mean, they look just like a noble fur, which is what she likes. And, uh, they're already pre-lit and they're really easy to put together. They fluff up really nice. They look real. Obviously they don't smell real, but you can actually buy a fragrance if you want um but uh yeah it's an argument that i guess until the day i die i'm gonna lose (laughs) because happy wife happy life
2: (laughs) so spoken like a a true uh uh, you know a smart man that's right i'm with you man like the fake trees they almost look nicer and they're, they're just they're easier to maintain
1: you don't get needles all over the floor that you got to vacuum up. The sap on your fingers when you're trying to set it up. Right it doesn't die. You don't have to drag it outside and you know wait for the trash company to come take it. And you know there's there's a lot going on, but you know I get it. It's tradition. It's nostalgia for her, and um, you know it is what it is. So I I, I
2: the dude abides. <laughs> Just go along with the flow. The the smart dude abides. That's right. Ah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yes. The Neighbors. We were talking about the Neighbors earlier. <laughs> Julia
2: Lewis. <Julia, laughs> and where are you going to put that it's Christmas? so good, man. With the, with the fucking sunglasses at night. Like so <laughs> oh, deep. She
1: was like the Karen before Karen was a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, like definitely. Under that
1: persona. There he is. It's in- <laughs> 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 Chainsaw. Do you think you are gonna put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> a lot of nerve
0: talking like that. wasn't talking to you. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a classic movie. The writers of, of this movie just knocked it out of the park. So good, uh, man. For me, and that's why it's a part of the show it's the quintessential christmas movie I, have a more I know there's a lot you know and we do tradition here at the cabin we watch all the christmas movies um you know nice the fireplace going you know hopefully snow outside wow. you know but this one is like i brought this to my wife's family they didn't watch it until they met me and now it's like my mother-in-law is like we got to, she calls it cousin eddie we got to watch cousin Eddie. <laughs> so the only yeah. thing that I was not able to crack them on is Christmas story. God. I like that one. I like that one too. But for some reason, my wife and my mother-in-law, they just don't like it. And so I'm like, ah, that was a tradition for me. Cause that was my grandma's favorite Christmas movie. So we watched that one every year, you know, when I was a kid. Um, but this one right here, I got this from the old man, you know, my dad. Yeah. So already watched it probably 12 times uh so far this season because i get snapchats some snapchats from him all the time <laughs> his favorite uh part of the is the dog snots. so anytime the dog's oh. like in a scene he snapchats me and i've seen <laughs> probably like a good dozen times already uh so far so he's already all over it
2: i love it man yeah i i mean this movie is incredible for many reasons but without cousin eddie you know, it, it doesn't, I feel like reach that upper echelon because right. cousin Eddie, it, it, there's so many characters in this movie that like embody, like, you know, family members, friends that we all have, but cousin Eddie, everyone's got a cousin Eddie, yep. you know, like I have an uncle that's exactly like that. We all have that one family member. Yep. So it's just like, that's, I feel like as soon as he comes in the movie, that's like, I yeah. was like, Oh, I get, yeah, this is, this is it. This is my family. So, yeah. I like
1: that that meme that someone made where it says all these uh, after all these years of thinking I'm just like Clark Griswold and I'm slowly starting to realize that I might be the cousin Eddie of the family.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, Christmas story have you seen the new one that came out I, Christmas story I have Christmas? not I don't have uh what is it
1: HBO Max or whatever it's okay on. so yeah. I, I really want to see it because obviously I like the original so it'd be be cool to, to check it out. So have you seen it?
2: I have it's really worth it if you get the chance. Um I was blown away man I, I watched it like around Thanksgiving time. Yeah um loved it they did a great job of like paying tribute to the original without like pandering and just doing like a retread of all the like classic tropes. Yeah. I felt like they very realistically portrayed where those characters would be like however many years, like, I think it's like 20 or 30 years later. Like, yeah, it's no more than that. Uh, it's got, it's gotta be like 40 years later, but anyway, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. I'd oh, like to check it yeah, out check it out yeah
1: this is a g- good scene here you know, talking about his Christmas bonus with his co-worker and the boss comes out and calls him by the wrong name and
0: right.
1: tells him he's gotta I think work on a project or something like that and, <laughs> and then all the suits come by and Merry Christmas Merry Christmas and then he <laughs> says a few colorful words
2: about some of the other guys <laughs> also so 90s like to build a swimming pool like that was the dream Oh so, yeah. I want to build a swimming pool. It was, you know, I mean,
1: for myself growing up in the nineties, you know, it's not like my parents were poor, you know, like I talked about Christmas before. It's not like I had horrible Christmases, but it's like, you know, you usually get like one, you know, substantial gift and maybe a couple trinkets in your stockings and you were good to go. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know the exact financial situation. I mean, we had, a we had a decent house in a decent neighborhood. um, but we couldn't afford a swimming pool and something that I always wanted. I you know, it always be like, why can't we have a swimming pool? You know, not fully grasping the reality of like, you know, even back then it was 30 grand for a swimming pool. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the, the crazy part. Right. It's definitely a, a big dream as a, as a parent to put in a pool in the backyard.
2: For sure. And as a kid, it's like such a like a social thing, you know, like if you have that swimming pool, it's like, all right, I can have everybody over. Yeah. We can all, yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm the yeah. man on the block. I got the pool. Right. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. I, yeah.
2: I love that this movie like captured that, you know, like in the nineties, like you're saying, that was such a thing, you know? Yeah. This is a great scene. Too. Oh man. It's so good. Um, <sighs>
1: I love those old, the, the watching this definitely dates you. You got those old credit card machines, you know, <laughs> chest.
2: Oh. <laughs> can't even see the line. Yeah. <laughs> it's no line. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, God. I got to. <laughs> <this. laughs> I was just smelling, smiling. Smelling, smiling. <laughs> just <blouse> browsing. Blousing. <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be any. Oh, <laughs> Wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season. that The stores any less hooter than they have, hotter than they are.
1: Hooter, hooter, hotter.
0: It's in here. When you have your coat on. Oh, do I? How did that happen? <laughs> it's a little nipply. Spit nipply out. I mean nippy out. <laughs> I It's <say> a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is a myth in the air, though. Can I say something else for you? Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, something for my wife. Something for my wife. God, rest her soul. Oh, She's so sorry. <laughs> no, no. Not. We're just divorced. She's history. And obviously she doesn't wear underwear. There are plenty of chopping decks left until adulthood adult. <laughs> Which is to say Christmas as a mule log. Not a log, I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, just if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said <laughs> Oh good golly. It's the season to be merry. Well that's my name. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> no shit. No shit. There he is. Uh, See Russ, no line. (laughs) Oh
0: my god. (laughs) I want something similar. See,
1: can't see the line. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? Well. Oh my god. I feel like. That is me right there because you know being married for so long. If I happen to be you know in the vicinity of a good-looking woman, as such, I probably act just like that. If she started flirting with me, uh, it would be pretty pathetic and embarrassing.
2: <laughs> who, who wouldn't, brother? <laughs> man, oh, man, and then his son. Right <laughs> what is her name? Crawford. Oh God. Why am I blanking on the name?
1: The one that, um, uh, the one that, that he, in the other movies, he always sees in the car.
0: Yeah. Oh
2: Um, gosh. Christie Locklear or something like that. It's like, uh, Cindy Crawford. Crawford, Cindy Crawford. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh man. Every time, uh, yeah, in this that swimming pool scene, man, uh, like I remember as a kid being like, All right, if you pause it, you might be able to see a little something, but <laughs> oh, no
1: luck! You just get cousin Eddie <laughs> in a leopard print speedo dance. Oh, dance over, <laughs> over. Good old Clark, it's such a stressful time. You got his parents, her parents. They're yeah, all showing up. They'll come at the same time. I like that. The grandpa ends up in uh, Russ's bed.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> he looks up above him, and there's all the lady posters up there. <laughs> He's like all excited, all happy. <laughs> what a great time! <laughs> I like this, he's like, All right, well, we're just gonna, you know, just gonna,
2: you know, all right, <laughs> Let's go eaves. go park the cars. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> a, yeah,
1: yeah, this is me and Hunter. Yeah, so luckily for me right now, I do uh, one strand that goes around the whole entire house, uh, and I made it easy on myself. I put the uh, hooks in that stay underneath the eaves, so doesn't take me very long, but I still find a way to. Stub a toe, scratch my arm. What happened this year? I think I stepped wrong off the ladder or something. I don't know. Oh, shit. Just any reason for me to cuss and yell because, you know, I have to. It's, I'm a dad. Right. Yeah.
2: Tradition. That's right. (laughs) They're all tangled up in knots. I like the way he smacks them with it, too. Here you go. Right. All right, I'm going
1: to crack my next beer here. Yeah, I'm uh, with you. What do you got? I'm excited for this one because it's something that you gifted to me. Uh, it's kind of a belated birthday present. But uh, one of my favorite breweries, Ennegrin Brewing. Going to have some Christmas Bach just because I can. And uh, I'm
2: excited. And look, you got one too. Got Christmas got Bach beer. times two. It's <laughs> my last one. Saving it for a special occasion can't think of a better time. Yeah. Have you tried this beer before? Uh actually no. I don't think I did. Very excited for you to try it. This is the second year that they've brewed this beer. Um It's really good, man. It's like it's like an amber lager with like a little bit of holiday fun. Uh yeah. yeah. See what you think. And the ABV is like Really kind of surprising on this seven That's What I was just
1: looking at, I was like, you know, it's a logger, right? It's the Bach. Yeah. Uh, seven point two.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's higher higher than you'd think. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. Yeah. That was a good one. All right, here you go, sound creeps. One more for twenty twenty two. Ah. And I'm that putting mine that? in my KBC Logger House. Shout out KBC KBC Logger House. We got these uh these dimple mugs uh in Oktoberfest. That's right. We went over there and uh they very graciously hosted us over there. That was a fun episode. Now this looks nice. It looks really nice. Beautiful color.
1: Yeah. Cheers, brother. Nice head on there. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, man. I have not had a beer from Ennegrin I don't like. And that's no different. This is so good. Doesn't exist. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Yeah. Wow, that's really, really good. Kind of up up my kind of what's been tasting good to me these days, you know, those darker lagers and um, so much character behind this, the body behind it. or's a really, really nice, um, uh, thick kind of uh, oh, cream, taupe-colored head. Uh, and then, you know, like you said, like more like an amber lager color, really rich beautiful color on it good carbonation the flavor on this is unreal it's like drinking a lager on
2: steroids is the best way to to put it so yeah it's like yeah it's got like this sweet caramely vibe to it which kind of goes in line with that amber quality that we're talking about but um it's it's not quite it's not quite an amber it's not quite a lager it's not quite a bock. It's it's weird. It's like in between all three of those styles. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a strange beer, man. But strange in a good way. Mm. That's good stuff.
1: Really good stuff. I like the can too. Yeah, very festive Christmas. I have to take an old uh, photo for the Instagram right here with the Christmas tree. Yeah. See, look, you guys got behind the scenes footage here. Let's
2: be a good one for the trades next year. Yeah, it's a highly coveted uh, local beer, I would say.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Wow. That's so every every time I drink an Ennegrin br- anagen beer, brewer. I've had like a couple sips here. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm blown away. I mean, they do such a good job at just about everything that they brew. And you can definitely tell a lot of um, passion goes behind, you know, everything that they brew there. Um, great family owned and operated brewery in Moore Park. Highly it if anybody's not, have not been and you're in Southern California and you're in the Los Angeles area, it's worth the trip out to the Valley, as they would say, i
2: still consider the Valley, right? Uh I wouldn't say it's considered the valley, but it's pretty close to the valley. It's technically in Ventura County. Is that still Ventura uh, so like, County
1: all the way out there?
2: Yeah, more More Park uh is considered Ventura County. Wow. Um, it's definitely close to the border. But um look for the big really-
1: smiley face.
2: Yeah, exactly. When you're pulling through, that's Simi. Yeah. When you see this, the smile, the smiley face is Simi Valley, which is the town bordering Moore Park. Yeah. Um, Moore Park is a beautiful little town. Um, the location that Ennegrin is located, it's in this place called the alley, yep. uh, which is, yeah, this, this little uh, confluence of businesses of restaurants and wineries and, uh, ennegrin the brewery um oh little cool fact for you justin i just found this out a couple days ago chris ennegrin just became the mayor of moore park no shit like legit wow. the mayor of moore park yeah they uh it's funny because like a few months ago i had seen them posting about chris and them like saying like chris ennegrin blah 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 the the future mayor of moorpark California you know i thought they were just kind of joking around like hey chris might run one day or you know something he he's such a he's been such a big um you know member of the moorpark community um you yeah, know I, I didn't think it was like a serious comment but like legit he was running for mayor of moorpark when they posted that comment and then i saw that enegrin um posted a couple of days ago that like he became the mayor of moorpark like about a week ago so That's shout insane. out to chris uh, my man is uh, brewing beer and, uh, you know, wheeling and dealing out in Moor Park, California.
0: <laughs>
2: Cheer- cheers. Cheers to the mayor of Moor Park. Yeah. Andy brewing. Yes, sir.
1: Um, I want to uh, give some more cheers out to some of our extended Beer Dad and Brew podcast family members. Uh, so, uh, Jose Orozco, cheers, buddy. You're doing family stuff and uh, couldn't uh, quite link up. You've been a very busy man. Of course, you did um, spend a lot of travel. He's uh, he's back flying on the Whirly Bird, saving lives. Um, and so uh, he's been out of town doing a lot of training and stuff like that. So, uh, But shout out to, to our brother, Jose. And uh, Johnny Corcoran.
0: <laughs>
1: Cheers, buddy, because I know that you are... Um, wow. You're back in Minnesota and it's like negative eight degrees where you're at. So cheers to you, buddy. I hope you have a beer to warm you up, uh, Mr. Johnny C. Uh, thanks for being a part of the Beard, Adam, Brew podcast. <clears throat> Heather. Uh, cheers to Heather, our good friend, Heather. She's out in the, the Nashville area. Um, I hope you're enjoying your move out there. Very jealous that you uh, made it out of Cali and uh you're living the dream out there you got some snow on the ground and you know getting ready for your first big winter out there in the nashville area um and uh, i'm being infiltrated by children (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah my, my two toddlers just showed up down here the beer kids yeah the beer kids they probably got thirsty they're like dad's drinking all the good stuff so you <laughs> right?
2: got that one can of that <laughs> they heard it
1: crack right they're like <laughs> what was that so uh but yeah shout out to heather oh hey 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 what are you doing oh okay
2: all right we'll go back upstairs and watch your christmas movies <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, like as a fan of the show, Jose and Johnny were like two of my favorite characters yeah. that would pop up from time to time. Um, Jose, you know, I I never met the guy, but I know he's a good friend of yours, good friend of Josh's. Yeah, uh, definitely like that one friend that seems like he would—he's not afraid to say anything. No, he, he's got kind of the balls to say whatever he's got no filter that's exactly how you describe him he's got no
1: filter at all <laughs> no and, filter uh, uh, and sometimes you have to kind of pre-alert people before they meet him and just say this <laughs> i apologize in advance because um uh even if you think you're not easily offended you're going to be offended and i apologize in advance for that but don't take offense to that uh, right. that's just the way he is and i love him he's my brother
2: um but uh, yeah he he comes up with the most wild shit sometimes <laughs> Yeah, he had, he had some hot takes on the podcast, but like, no, I yeah, I appreciate I just as a listener, like, yeah, I appreciate Jose. Um, yeah, I just feel like he's got some cojones, you know. He's willing he to say some. He's willing to say some shit that other people might not say, for, <laughs> better, for better or worse. So yeah, shout out Jose. I I never met you before, but shout out to you, brother. And yeah, Johnny, man, like such a character. Every time you show up, you know. Like, he's that he's that recurring character on your favorite TV show that you're like, man, I hope I hope that guy's in that episode because, you know, or when you see that that guy's going to be in that episode, you're like, oh, I know it's going to be a good episode, you know, like, yeah, You can always rely old. rely on him to to
1: say something that's just uh, <laughs> going to get you to get that deep belly laugh.
2: Right. Yeah, he's got that voice that is just so like. He does aging, you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah, you're like, oh, this guy is a character. Like sounds, God, I this like guy. I mean, 12,
1: of cigarettes. Yeah, about <laughs> uh, a fifth of whiskey, right? He's on there, and he's like, y'all want some moonshine? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. He'd, be, <laughs> I he'd I love, be a
1: good radio DJ, I think.
2: Totally. I love that story um, of when you guys went to the beer festival. I, I I forget which one it was, but you came back, you did a podcast show and you guys were talking about how uh, at, at the festival, he went up to like, I think it was the mead stage.
1: Oh, he, right? he, br- he was bringing all the people
2: over for the mead. Yeah. And then he was like, yo,
1: what the fuck is mead?" <laughs> he had no idea. He was like, you got to come over here and try this mead uh, The mead's the best what I hear. And you get all of a sudden there's this long line of people that want mead and we, and we sold out of the mead and then we go back to Josh's house to record this podcast. And we're talking about props and hops. And that was the festival that we were at.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And just blindly, like probably an hour into the show, he goes, Hey, I got a question. What the fuck is mead? <laughs> and we just lost it because we're like the whole time. You're getting people to drink it. You're drinking it yourself, and you're like,
2: "What is it?" He goes from the biggest salesman to uh, not even knowing what the fuck it is. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that was. Love it. Uh, <laughs> I love it.
1: Oh, uh, Johnny C, good stuff. Um, let's see, who else? Um, and
2: I, I want uh, yeah another another shout out. Um, to uh, Christopher Martin, man. Oh yeah, yeah dude that dude um the christopher martin the christopher martin um you know I, I i obviously i you know i don't know the guy personally but just again as a fan of the show um i really think that he speaks very eloquently about beer and i think he he brings an interesting perspective to the show because he's worked for stone right yeah so he he brings this kind of like industry perspective having worked for like such a big brewery. Yeah. I really appreciate. But yeah, he's got he's got some really interesting takes. Um I think he's been like a great contributor to the show. Uh, I'm gonna miss him this year showing up in his uh his skibbies like he did last year <laughs> for the Christmas episode. <laughs> Man. Next year, man, we gotta do like a yeah. full blowout with blow all the homies from the show, pug um,
1: costumes, skibbies. Yeah,
2: I mean, I got my jammies on. I got the. Me too, brother. I'm full. Uh, I, yeah, I,
1: there you go.
2: I don't know how much I should show. Yeah, okay. My 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 uh my onesie here has got like a little butt flap. Don't worry. This is gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be okay.
1: Yes. Perfect. Yes. Well, you yeah. you have to have a butt flap just in case. Just in Although case. I, I feel like you never know. I don't know. I feel like they should do a butt flap and a front flap. That would that would make more sense.
2: Yeah, the front flap um, is definitely lacking on this one. It seems like it's lacking in general on the onesies. Um, yeah, we you you we, you need a dick flap, man. Like, like <laughs> all respect to the women. Like I, I get, it. not everybody's got a dick, but for those that do, you know. You need a yeah. little extra, yeah, because you got to do because because we're it related hatch. to doing the belly button. You got to you you got to utilize the belly button uh button right okay. to like yank it down and do. It's a whole thing. It's not terrible. We're, look, yeah. the worst things have happened to me in life, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not the most convenient thing in the world. Not but the worst you know when you got when you got to
1: go so bad and you got to deal with that.
2: Right, right, yeah, exactly, but. Um, It's funny. Hey, also shout out to uh, Christian uh, Mungia. Yeah, Christian. Forgive me, Christian, if I'm getting your last name wrong, but um, really enjoyed having Christian on the Stout Season podcast this year. Absolutely. The man is a poet when it comes to speaking about stouts. Probably beer in general, but I know he's got (laughs) an affinity for stouts. Um, Really enjoyed having him on that show, man. He has some beautiful things to say, um, Brandon. Uh, Brandon Gray, thank you for bringing him on the show uh, and introducing him to the Beard and Brood community. Um, yeah, Christian, shout out to you, man. Cheers. It was definitely a
1: a, a nice um, nice addition to the Stout Season episode. Uh, just having somebody that is, you know, truly passionate about stouts. You know, that is, that's his wheelhouse and the bigger, the bigger, the ABV, the better in his case. And I mean, he was, and he's a, uh, you know, kind of goes hand in hand. He's a, you know, a whiskey connoisseur as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So it kind of, kind of goes hand in hand with those barrel aged uh, beers, but, um, and very knowledgeable about the different barrels and stuff like that. So it was definitely um, a nice treat to have. So
2: if you haven't listened to the Stout Season episode, check it out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun man we were over at uh the craft lounge shout out the craft lounge sponsor of the beer dad and brew brew podcast um one of the best places to pick up some amazing craft beer that i've ever been to uh,
1: truly is man for us here in the inland empire it doesn't get much better than the craft lounge in beaumont california um i mean jimmy really has procured uh, some of the finest craft beverages from all over southern california california the country the world um because prior to the craft lounge being open there wasn't really anything in the area um and uh definitely become a huge part of that community just recently you know they have a float in the christmas parade and you know really? stuff like that and big party oh, community events you know like the cherry festival the october fest stuff like that so Conco fest right obviously another one um but yeah, Jimmy's done done a lot for the community there. So uh, cheers to him and, and Jason, the other the owner and um everybody that uh, works there, Nico and Brandon. Uh definitely appreciate you guys. For sure.
2: Shout out, man. Yeah, I um when we did the stout season episode, obviously that was my first time over there. And yeah, I was blown away. Like I've been to so many bottle shops. You know, I have bottle shops in my area, but um what Jimmy's got going on over there is really special because it's not just like the curation of the beer, which is great right? on tap and in can and in bottle. But I also got the feeling that everybody there that work there really loves beer, knows beer, cares about beer is just a beer geek. And, um, i love that man because i feel like the yeah like the spots i have around here they're good but like they cater to other audiences you know like they have a little bit of a wine selection they have a little bit of a whiskey they have a little bit of a tequila yeah like i feel like jimmy and his crew like they really care just about beer i mean maybe they have appreciation for other alcohols too but it's like yeah i know what i'm going there like you're getting the best of the best of beer and- <clears throat>
1: And you can always rely on, you know, whoever's there, Jimmy, uh, uh, Brandon or Nico, you know, if you walk in and you're like one of those types of people, you don't really know what you want. Right. And you, they just, they'll set you up straight, you know, what do you like? What are your preferences? What's this, what's that? And pick your head. And then if you have a beer, you don't like, they're not going to make you pay for it. You know, they'll, they'll find you something and, uh, doesn't take them very long. You know, it's a, especially with Jimmy then Jimmy knows me very well he knows my taste he likes to give me a hard time about the fruited sours but he also knows you know I, I like my dark loggers and and stuff like that so uh you know whenever he gets something in he'll be like, oh I got something for you you know and like he knows uh you know what what exactly it is that I like and a lot of times when we do shows with him you know I'll say you know what do you want on the show the you know feature that you're carrying at the at the shop and he always lines up some really good lineups and stuff like that so The
2: man knows his beer. I love that, man. Yeah, he's been a great, uh, beautiful partner for the show. And also, uh, I just really appreciate hearing Jimmy on the podcast, you know? Like, he's always got some really cool, like, perspective to bring. Not only as a, a beer lover and connoisseur and, you know, basically cicerone himself but as a business owner it's always like interesting to hear his perspective um on different topics so yeah I've, i i really appreciated all that on on you know all the different episodes that he's been on
1: absolutely clark just got his lights lit up finally everybody's seen him after he's yeah. having so much trouble it was just the damn switch in the garage
2: it's all the. Uh, That's all a dad could want around Christmas to be able to put on a decent light show for his family and deliver on the presents. And we are about to meet
1: for the very first time, I believe, a certain individual who needs no introduction.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious, Claude? (laughs) Oh boy. Man. Hey, did you ever see the Christmas vacation? I think it's called Christmas Vacation 2, Christmas Island, something like that, which is oh, like it's just oh. cousin Eddie. Yeah, I never watched it and I heard like nothing but bad things, but really I really want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Um, you know, I, I think I saw it once, I think it was on Fox like a long time ago, like back when like I had antennas to watch okay. Fox. Yeah, uh, And I couldn't tell you if I remember if it was good or not, It'd probably terrible, you know, yeah. it was like one of those direct to video type things. It was never right.
2: right. <clears throat> what a shame, man. Like,
1: you know, and cousin Eddie's great. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Randy Quaid's a, uh, you know, a good actor for, you know, for his certain roles, but to carry a whole movie as that character, I think is a, uh, it's a bit of a stretch, you know, and I love the characters. My, one of my favorite characters of the movie um, but hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes of just cousin Eddie, that's that's a lot. I think yeah. he does good as, as like a you know, that you know, third, fourth kind of character in a movie.
2: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. That's that's probably exactly what it was. Cause in, in theory, you're like, oh, yeah, I just want more cousin Eddie,
0: like that's a <laughs> right.
2: character. But then at the, end, at the end of the day, it takes away what's special about him um yeah. when he becomes the main character right he like he's that he's that important character that just peppers in that amazing commentary Here, let's let's let me turn up a little bit
0: i never seen a set on a dog like this one's got clark
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> You betting
0: Clark on the belly, and he'll love you till they eat that. I really shouldn't. My hands are all chat. <laughs> we were going to call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. Yeah. He surprised? <laughs> I said If uh, I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn at the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of room. <laughs> Plenty
2: of everything. He goes for the kiss. Kissing cousins. <laughs> yeah.
0: Plenty of room.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I did.
0: Well, you know, Catherine and I were, were pretty comfy in there. But maybe you folks wouldn't mind uh, the after shacking up with you after that long drive. Use a little <laughs> private time. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you write kid's thing and
1: don't forget the rubber sheets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas isn't Christmas without a
2: visit from Cousin Eddie. Yeah, man. I have, a, I have an Uncle Fred. Um, so he's not a cousin. He's an uncle. But yeah, I have an Uncle Fred. He's out in Arizona. And uh very similar, yeah, cousin Eddie, just saying the inappropriate stuff and just such a hillbilly, you know. I I hate I hate using that derogatory term, yeah. But yeah I mean, you know, he's a, oh, yeah, this is a good one too. Oh jeez! Look at that tunic thing he's got on. some <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: weird V neck.
0: Tree water ain't gonna hurt him. Before we left, he drank a half a quart of Pimm's oil, but he was not like the next morning. Oh! Takes the water out of there. The piece gonna dry up. Come on, out of there! Stop! Oh, oh, oh. You get out of there. Come in the kitchen now. Get in the kitchen there, get you something to eat. Come on.
2: Shout out to your old man. He would have liked that. Oh yeah. He's
0: got a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in
2: him.
0: <laughs> we catch him right. Grabbing your leg and just go to town. <laughs> 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 well, if you wear a short pants, you know what I mean. Word of warning though, if he does lay into you, it's best to just let him finish. Oh, jeez! Just let him finish.
2: <laughs> a little Mississippi leg yeah. hounding. in
0: Yeah, I'm excited about it too. It's a crying shame the older kids couldn't make it.
1: <laughs> sucking down the eggnog like, the <laughs> hell? Yeah.
0: yeah i got the daughter in the clinic getting cured off the wild turkey and the older boy bless his soul is preparing for his career at carnival <laughs> oh yeah yeah last season he was a on a tilted world he thinks that
1: maybe next year they'll be guessing people's later barking for the yak woman. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> you ever see her? No. Oh, yeah, she's got these big horns growing right out above her ear. <laughs> That's as ugly as sand. But a sweet gal and a hell of a good cook. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Give you something to eat? I'll drive you out to the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? No, I'm doing just fine, Clark. Glad to be here. Wow. So, when did you get the. Uh, Gentlemen on wheels. Oh, that there, a that, uh, that's an RV. <laughs> I barred it off a buddy of mine. He took my house. I took the RV. <laughs> it's a good looking vehicle, ain't it? Yeah. It's so nice parked in the driveway. Yeah, it sure does. But don't you go fall in love with it now. Because we're taking it with us when we leave here next month. <laughs> <What>? Oh man. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, yeah. man. Cousin Eddie, man. So speaking of advent calendars, i uh, been on um, the tour of the beer advent calendar from uh, Costco uh, and the original Kalia company who makes the beer tasting app. Um, I love it. It's a great tradition. Um, highly recommended to anybody that loves beer, loves German beer. Um let myself get behind again i got two that i got to knock out tonight uh, after this so that'll be my post game that i'm gonna have to do uh upstairs but uh the beers have been really good and um shout out to original kalia they uh sent a message and sent uh a nice package care package if you haven't seen the video that i posted um <laughs> have you seen that video
2: did you post it today oh uh, yesterday maybe I I think- was- okay
1: you have to watch it because you like Christmas story. So, yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they sent a package of uh, proper beer tasting glasses for um, the German beers as Dude, well. That's a awesome. Cool, a cool metal sign that says like official beer taster or something like that. So, that's kind of cool. Just for putting those videos up and
2: tagging them. That's amazing, man. Hey, I, I got to say, like, you know, as we're doing shout outs, it's the end of the year. Like, shout out to you, man. Like, <laughs> not i'm gonna call you you know not beer dad but justin like for everyone listening no bullshit like justin the beer dad has done a lot for the beer community he's brought a lot of people together that never would have been together which is like really what beer is all about and i i feel like what this show is all about is bringing like different people together that have you know Different philosophies, different religions, different political affiliations, whatever, right? That's, like, been kind of the philosophy of, like, hey, beer can bring all these different people together. And I feel like you've really embodied that um, with the podcast and with, you know, social media and everything. You know, you brought a lot of people together that, like, wouldn't have necessarily met, wouldn't have been able to share beer together you Know all through this podcast, so shout out to you, man, just for doing that, man. You really have, like, you know, it's a beautiful community, the beer community, the craft beer community. Um, well, I feel like you've carved out like a little community of your own, the beer, dad, and brood community. Um, whether it's you know, listeners of the show, people that have been on the show, um, yeah, man, like. I just uh I appreciate you and appreciate everybody that's been on the show and just thank you for yeah, creating this little community. Thanks, brother.
1: Really, really appreciate it. That's uh that's kind of what it's all about. And so it's it's good to hear thank you. Um, uh, you know, I I don't really do this for you know, I know I'm not gonna be like, you know, famous or anything by any means, but famous in the beer communities about as good as it gets. And that's really that. And I don't even care about that. I just care about hanging out with people having, you know, enjoying beers that I don't get to normally try and, you know, sharing beers with other people and, you know, uh, hearing different perspectives about, you know, what they think of beer and, you know, talking to all the brewers and hearing their stories, you know, not, what I really love is, is hearing, you know, personal stories uh, from the brewers and the owners of the breweries, um, you know, that really, you know, hit home you know it's just been it's been a fun ride and and i you know i hope that uh we keep it going and you know i i appreciate you for coming in and you know stepping in and uh you know being a, an avid listener and you know you just you fit right in and so it's been it's been uh you know great so far and uh you know it's also been nice having somebody that can do some of this technology stuff that uh i've <laughs> all on my own so i appreciate that too thank you
2: dude it it, it really has been um it's really been an honor like in my i know i kind of shared with you when we uh kind of first were talking but um in my personal life like i'm such a beer lover and such a beer fan and i don't have anybody in my personal life that loves beer the way that i do and i'm such a podcast fan and i was like all right I, you know i kind of want to search and find a podcast that you know might talk about beer, whatever. And obviously, there's a lot of options out there. But um, Beer, Dine, and Brew podcast was, like, one of the first ones that I found for whatever reason. And I just – I connected right away with, like, you and Josh because it was just – there was no, like, pretentiousness. There was no, like, consumerism. There was no – it was just, like, two guys – who love beer, who knew a lot about beer and just kind of wanted to share that love with other people who felt the same way that they did. And, um, yeah, man, the, like listening to the podcast made me feel like, uh, I was a part of, uh, a part of something that I felt like I, you know, didn't have, or wasn't able to find before, right? you know, without getting too deep or anything. But yeah, man, like, this being able to be a part of this, um, you know, whether it's as a listener or a participant, has, has meant a lot to me. So uh just thank you for and thank you to Josh and thank you to Brandon and Jimmy, the people who like really been a part of this um you know building this from the ground up. Like just just thank you because I think what you guys do is amazing and you guys make people f- you know whether it's nationally internationally feel like hey you're not alone you know like you it's okay to be a beer geek it's okay to love beer even if mm-hmm. everyone else in your life it thinks like hey like you know like okay like you don't need to love beer as much as you do it's okay that you love beer it's okay to geek out about beer um and you're not alone like we love you the beer dad and brew podcast is here for you um Jesus Christ this is like the best part of the movie. <laughs> like I can't, <laughs> I know, it's hard to, it's hard to talk and not be distracted. <laughs> yeah. But just, yeah. I just want to say thank you, man. It's been, it's been such a, a pleasure and honor to be a part of this. Um, yeah, just, just thank you, man. Thank you for the the community you've cultivated. Thank you.
1: And, uh, you know, I just, kinda, uh, uh, continue you know going forward and doing the same old same old you know i mean there's there's going to be a lot more beer and brew podcasts you know in the future we've got some plans and uh, hopefully start putting some stuff together here once the first of the year comes up um stay tuned for some fundraisers because we got to go we got to go on some trips coming up very shortly
2: <laughs> for sure i feel like yeah that's when uh this podcast is at its best you know, looking back this year, like, you and Brandon did so many beautiful trips, uh, especially in, like, Miami. You guys you guys went hard in Miami. Uh, you guys went hard in Houston in the past. Well, you and Josh, you know, went hard in Houston in the past. Like, yeah. I think, like, 2023 is going to be a beautiful year filled with uh, a bunch of great podcasts, a bunch of great beer.
1: I hope so. I hope so. Got, uh, got some things in the pipeline, some things in the works. Uh, definitely, um, uh, you know, we'll continue to visit, visit some of our, um, you know, friends and family as well as, you know, stopping in at the craft lounge from time to time. And, you know, hopefully Brandon, uh, once he's done with his master's degree, can, uh, you know, come back and, and be a part of the show. And, uh, you know, we got some, uh, some traveling that we want to do next year. And, uh, hopefully visit a lot of new breweries too, as well. I've got, um, you know, several, several requests, uh, as well as reached out to some, some of my, uh, what I call bucket list breweries. Um, so we're definitely going to go check out some, some new stuff next year for sure.
2: Hell yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Should we, uh, <laughs> should we get into another beer? Do it.
1: Um, so I've got, uh, I'm going to crack this one. This is, a. Uh, Something that was gifted to me for my birthday because um, he knew that I was looking for Christmas beers for the Christmas show. Uh, so, this is from the Beer Brother. This is a Holiday Hero from L. Smith Brewing Company, San Diego, California. It's an Imperial Stout, vanilla, chocolate, cacao nibs, and nutmeg. Ooh. Got the ugly sweater vibe going
2: on. From L. Smith. Okay.
1: <clears throat> so, L. Smith, uh, they make the Speedway Stout. Um Also, the uh, 394 Palo, one of my favorite, uh, like, kind of everyday drinking beers. Cheers to these guys.
2: Yeah, I love, man, I've had a few different variations of the Speedway Stout. Um, I have to say my favorite has been the Mexican Chocolate. But for anybody out there, if you have access, if you find a Speedway Stout, uh, any of the variations. Yeah. It's worth it. Wow. I'm gonna crack into, and I know I sent you a picture of this, and I wish we could share it together. Uh Bart Griswold. Yeah, from Brewery X out in Anaheim, a city that we both love, and we've hit a lot of the breweries out there. Shout out to Anaheim. Um have you had a chance to try the Bart Griswold?
1: I have not had Bart Griswold. Oh
2: man, I hate cracking this without you.
1: That's okay. I got a premium beer here in
2: front of me. We'll uh we'll do we'll do a bar grizzle next year together. So
1: this uh L Smith holiday hero, when you uh, the aroma, it definitely smells like nutmeg. You can smell those spices. Um I'm trying to see a little bit of the cacao
2: nibs. oh (laughs) wait wait we got it we got it we got to turn it up for this (laughs) oh yeah perfect segue (laughs) with the cacao
1: nibs (laughs) cacao nibs and
0: (laughs) 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 shitter was full (laughs) Come
1: on, that's great <laughs> I have a suspicion the uh polka christmas music going on in the background he's got his crazy hat on
2: merry christmas yeah <laughs> man okay i'm sorry i cut i cut you off
1: no you're um, good that's uh, that that part warrants being cut off because that's one of the essential scenes of the movie um Holiday inspired for sure on this stout. The nutmeg is heavy. The spices are heavy on this. So if that's your thing, you're going to like this. Chocolate's a little bit more subdued, uh, more on the cacao nib side, kind of like what I like. I don't like that really thick, like sugary chocolate taste. I like that bitter chocolate taste uh, in in my stouts. So they did good on that. It's 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 a pretty good beer.
2: Damn. All right. Uh, first of all, I just want to shout out to my glass because uh, this is a glass I'm very proud of. I procured I like this. Yeah, it's a beautiful glass. Um, procured this at uh, Institution Ale Company in Camarillo, California. They also have a location in Santa Barbara. Um, it's a great place. Uh, their beer is outstanding, but their pizza is is next level. So, anybody that wants to have like a little, little good nosh while they're drinking some really, really good beer and they find themselves in Camarillo, California or Santa Barbara, California, Institutional Company is your place. But anyway, that's where I got this mug. But the beer comes from Brewery X in Anaheim and it is a white chocolate, peppermint, bark stout. Um, it's excellent. It really, it, it hits, it really hits that, uh, promise of, you know, what it kind of says on the can.
1: Um, it kind of tastes like those white chocolate peppermint barks that you get. Like in Yeah, Christmas. exactly. The
2: white chocolate peppermint bark or like, even like those little, like, if anyone's been to like Trader Joe's this year, like, and got those like pretzels with the white chocolate and the peppermint, uh, crush on top. kind of tastes like that really really good i wouldn't and you can find this beer at trader joe's that's where i got it at least down here uh in socal in my area um i wouldn't recommend this beer to anybody that doesn't like like a white chocolate peppermint vibe but if you do like that this beer is for you so for
1: all those starbucks heads that enjoy the peppermint mochas exactly exactly
2: This is like a boozy white chocolate peppermint mocha. As they
1: say, that's the silver tuna. (laughs) Have you seen that yet? (laughs) No. We watched it last night. So we got Home Alone, Home Alone 1 in. Uh, What else did I think? We watched Rudolph, like the old claymation Rudolph. Yeah. I think they're watching Frosty the Snowman right now. We still got Home Alone two, Christmas Vacation, which we're watching now, so I'm gonna watch it again. Um, I'm gonna sneak Elf in this year. The wife's not a big Will Ferrell fan, but I love that movie. Uh, we watch, um, you know, typical. Um, oh gosh, what's the what's the movie? It's a Wonderful Life. Class. White Christmas with Bing Crosby. Um, all those classics we usually try to fit in within the next couple of days. So,
2: got some movie watching to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, with the weather coming up, I mean, it's probably going to be uh, the best way to spend your time. And uh, R- Ailsmith is San Diego?
1: Yeah, so San Diego, California on Ailsmith Court. Not too far from where I was at at Ballast Point. Um, probably like within a half mile of each other. Really nice brewery. Really nice. I'd love to do a podcast down there uh, one of these days. And it's on the, it's on the list for sure. What the heck was that? I thought I said, oh, because it's past 10 o'clock. Now she can get in
2: there. Does uh, Ailsmith have uh, a couple of locations or is just one location?
1: Uh, as far as I know, just that one location there in Miramar. Okay. It, it's, it's large, it's a huge, like two story uh, facility and brewing facility, as well as the okay. uh, Bring in food trucks, stuff like that, a lot of special events and stuff going in there. Um, and what's really cool, um, you know, myself, I'm a Padre fan. Um, and they've done collaborations with the, with the Gwynn family. So they have the 394 uh, pale L and hazy L. Um, <clears throat> but they have a whole Tony Gwynn museum in the brewery and it's like legit. I mean, really cool. Like from his early days throughout his whole career, um, definitely worth checking out.
2: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's tough when you go to San Diego because, You just, you you have such a wealth of options.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, somebody just asked me the other day. They said they were coming to town, and um, they said, uh, yeah, can you hear that dinging going on? (laughs) Did you hear that?
0: It's it's like 30 years ago. (laughs)
1: you to say <laughs> <laughs> so anyways um but somebody just asked me the other day uh, they said they were coming to town you know where should they go and i was like oh god
2: dude, yeah
1: i had a few days
2: <laughs> I yeah i don't know how you choose you know i um i heard a few years ago that the craft beer capital of the world's or i shouldn't say of the world nationally like the the national craft beer capital was bend oregon that was like it had like the best the highest rated breweries per capita or whatever and i went to bend and I had a great time, and there's incredible beer in Bend, Oregon. But
1: yeah, San Diego, it's hard San to go. I mean, there's
2: nothing, there's nothing that could touch. Yeah. I mean, the sheer amount of breweries, the uh, whoa, look at that turkey. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the quality and the quantity is just, um, Incredible,
1: yeah um, it's one of those things where like I say you need a few days because you kind of have to you can't just be like, okay, go here, go here go here, go here, you have to strategize about it and be more efficient with your time you know because I know what it's expensive to travel uh, so whenever I recommend uh, things for people to do is I, I'll tell them, okay, all right, so let's start here like okay, how many days do you have? okay so let's say you have four days um, my and not counting your travel days. So let's say you get in, get yourself a hotel, and let's say you start in North County. Um, And so you go in a hotel in North County, and you hit up all the breweries up in North County first. So North County, San Diego, you're going to have Belching Beaver. You're going to have Wild Barrel. You're going to have Lost Abbey, uh, Port Brewing, Pizza Port. Um, There's also a a Now Pure Project up there um you know there's a ton of breweries up in north county um, over in escondido um you know so you kind of you could probably hit where you're not having to drive too much probably about eight to ten breweries if you wanted to in one day if you wanted to keep it simple more like you know five or six um, all <laughs> in a general area and so that's one day i mean you could literally spend two or three days up there if you really wanted to oh yeah um, but just hit the basics obviously stone world bistro that's the other one i'm forgot about that in escondido i know some people don't like them because they're big beverage owned by sapporo now but um they're the og you have to go there in the world bistro uh gardens is ridiculous so something worth checking out um so you're done with uh north county and then you're going to want to move yourself down to um what i like to call the mecca of uh, craft beer the Mira Mesa Miramar area, and so you know we've been there you've been to Harlan Brewing that's one of the yeah
2: hey, I know a g- i know a guy from that area as well,
1: yeah you might we might know somebody <laughs> from that area, the mecca um so Harlan Brewing, and then you make your way in the Miramar and you got pure project you got uh who who I'm drinking right now uh l Smith, you've got ballast point Duckfoot Brewing um I mean so many breweries in that area, um so that's another whole day. So, get yourself a little hotel in Miramar, set yourself up straight or, uh, where do we stay? I think we stayed in Scripps Ranch.
2: Yeah, Scripps, yeah, <sighs> the Scripps Ranch location. Uh, we had the great fortune of getting to go hang out with the Harlem Brewing guys yeah. out there. That's the OG location. Um, yeah, man, like, like uh, the big dad said,
1: yeah, uh,
2: yeah, great breweries out
1: there, Harlan. But, okay, keep going, keep going. Yeah, keep going. So that, that's your next stop. And so then the next day, I would say head out to East County, um, which is where I wasn't allowed to go when I was a kid. Uh, it's a lot safer these days. Anything in San Diego has changed since I was a kid. <laughs> uh, you got a lot of good breweries out in San, Santee, uh, Pacific Islander Brewing, uh, BNS Brewing, uh, El Cajon. You have uh, Creative Creature, which is one of my favorites, uh, Burning Beard Brewing out there. So. You're gonna hit about, uh, yeah, you know, five or six breweries uh, in East County, and so call it a day out there. And some really good food, good eating out there too. Mm. Um, and then I feel like you need another day in North Park. Um, you Get out to North Park. You got North Park Brewing um, or North Park Beer Company. Um, you got Seek, which is another big one that we all love. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Randon uh, down at Seek Beer Company. We're gonna be doing a podcast with them uh, sooner rather than later um and then so you got seek you got um north park there's another pure project there there's another belching beaver there or house um there's just several breweries all within that uh, uh area original 40 which is another one of my faves because i love their uh, crispy boy uh, that they have but yeah so that's, that's one area and then i think i think you need like Maybe one or two more days because then if you go one more day, go down to the gas lamp area, which is a nice party area, lots of good eating, good places to walk around. Um, but that Petco Park area, just did a beer crawl for my brother's diaper party and we hit seven or eight breweries. And there's probably another three or four that we couldn't even get to, but they're all within walking distance in the same area. So stay in the gas lamp party, eat, do that, hit all the breweries, go to a Padre game if they're playing. Go Padres. Um, And then you got South Bay breweries um that you could do a whole nother day on i mean literally we're talking shit give yourself 10 days take a 10 day san diego craft beer vacation and and the beer that will set you up straight i'll I'll even map it out for you and the only thing i ask for you is just to tell me how how much fun you had i have no problem doing that for you so hit my dms if you're going out there and i'll i'll make my vacation recommendations
2: yeah and, and uh rank the breweries as you go along and let us know What beers you had at each brewery so we can, you know, kind of compare notes. And when we go out there, try the beers as well. And just because we brought up Bend, Oregon, I want to say if you're in Bend, Oregon, there's a lot of great breweries out there. But if you can, if you're passing through or you have a limited amount of time to spend, whatever it is, I want to give the top two breweries in Bend, Oregon. Number 1 is Boneyard Beer Company. Okay? Heard of them? Incredible IPAs. All their beers are great, but their IPAs are outstanding, unbelievable, and really cool decor too. It's like a, it's got like this really cool like punk rock punk rock vibe to it. And then after you go for like, you know, a couple of beers at Boneyard, take yourself over to Monkless. Oh yeah. Yeah, Monkless Ale. I think it's Monkless Ale Company, Monkless Elfurt, Belgian maybe. Ales, something like that. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. really good Belgian variations of a bunch of your favorite style of beers. You know, they have Belgian IPAs, Belgian stouts, it's it's Belgian everything. It's they brew incredible food, uh incredible beer of Tons of different variations, and they have really good food too. Good. Really, really good uh, restaurant as well. Yeah. So, Monkless and Boneyard, if you're in the Bend, Oregon area. I like Bend that. I, have
1: the, I like those recommendations. I actually have, believe it or not, Beer Dad's got some family, like blood relatives in Bend, Oregon. So, oh, yeah. Good to know. You have to hit up old cousin Scott up there. He's still up there in my. My uncle Ernie, who passed away, um, he was kind of big in the town there. He was a teacher, and you know, um, kind of. I don't know if he's on city council, but he was like the what do they call that? The grand marshal of a parade one year. (laughs) Um,
2: I'm
1: gonna crack this uh, this next one.
2: Yeah, what what you got going for the next one?
1: Well, I feel like we've been too we've been too nice because we started off naughty with naughty sauce, and I think that. Going along that that uh, theme is, I think we need to uh, get naughty again because I'm going to do some uh, naughty by Mel- Mason L. Works. It's a hot chocolate uh, stout with uh, cacao and marshmallow fluff.
2: Whew. Man, it's the marshmallow fluff. Like, because you can buy the fluff, right? Like, yeah. you there's yeah. I mean,
1: you can. I mean, it's uh like literally like melted marshmallow if you want to be technical um the kids like to put it on their peanut butter sandwiches every once in a while when when i'm not like being mean dad (laughs) let
2: me see what i got here two beers left i'm i'm trying to decide
1: Uh, that there clark is the gift that keeps on giving It's the Jelly of the Month Club.
0: Membership for the Jelly of the Month Club. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that it is, Edward. That it is indeed.
2: God damn it, shit. Fucking This is the
0: biggest bag over the head. <laughs> Punch in the face I ever God. <laughs> 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 I love this part. It's good. It's good. It just
1: needs a little eggnog. This thing's a eggnog. <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't like eggnog until I really started watching this movie a lot. And I'm like, it looks so good. And then I started drinking
2: it and I liked it. Glasses, yeah. It takes the right mixture. You got to get the right amount of booze and the right amount of... I guess as a kid... You- you shouldn't have the boots. I want but. to
0: brush this happy holiday slumber okay. over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. and I want to walk right here. Right here. He's living on his head. <laughs> and I want to look him straight in the eye. And I don't want to tell him what a cheap, lying, yes. dog, poor, flushing, low life, snake licking, dirty, infrared, overstuffed, ignorant, blood, sucky, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless. Heartless, fat ass, bug eyes, limping, spider man, What a psycho, looking shit. He is. Hallelujah. Holy, Holy shit. shit! Where's the tile? Where's
1: off? the tile? <laughs> God, I love it. And cousin Eddie's off to honor that.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna do Clark right. Man, Chevy Chase.
1: What an OG. Ooh, naughty's so good. How can he be so naughty, but yet be so good?
2: Mason L works. Man, I have a I have a dude where's my sleigh from yes. the Clash. And then and then I have something that has been featured on the Beer Dad and Brood podcast before, I believe, on the last holiday episode. Uh, Santa sleighs, maple Glaze pecan stout from Crowns, and, Crowns Hops.
1: and Hops. That it has. Shout out to T- to Tio over there in Crowns uh, and Hops. <laughs> that man is uh, a machine. Definitely started a started an empire over there, and I'm looking forward to their brick and mortar opening, uh, which is like literally right down the street from SoFi Stadium.
2: Hell yeah, yeah! Crowns and Hops out in Inglewood, California. Like the beer dad was saying, um, man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, 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 I think they've had a bit of a delay, as I would imagine, you know, a lot of tap rooms do, but because they were, they were going to open like, I, cause I went to this event out at a brewery called Three Weavers, which is also out in Inglewood. Uh, great brewery. Shout out to Three Weavers. Um, and Crown's and Hoff's did a couple events over there, and they I I talked to the um I talked to a few folks from Crown's and Hoff's, and they said, yeah, we're opening for Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure it was 2021. Yeah. Anyway, I you know I I realize you know shit gets delayed and there's a lot of complications, but yeah, like you were saying, hopefully they open soon. Mm-hmm. Um, their beer you know especially in like the los angeles area even socal area has really 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 made an impact for new brewery um they're all you know black owned and operated which is a beautiful thing um shout out to them they make just really incredible beer yeah and uh I
1: just, I just love that um, they're just so passionate about the industry and um, the beer itself um, to show, you know, like you said, you know, being uh, black owned and operated. You know, it's really cool because uh, there's been so much, uh, you know, new diversity uh, into the craft beer industry in the last, you know, probably I'd say three to four years. Yeah, uh, It's really cool because as a beer lover, you know, I don't even use the word connoisseur, just beer lover. It's provided me so many new uh, venues and opportunities of uh, different palettes that um, haven't been there before. And you know, crowns, crowns and hops is a great example. Um, you know, the the beer that they make and um, the passion that they put behind the beer. Um, you know, you know stuff like when they make like their pie beers and stuff. You know, shout out to their grandma and 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 her cooking, okay. and stuff like that. You know, okay. like uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that. Um, was really lacking in the industry, and it's finally really uh coming through and uh, through all uh walks of life, and that's what's really cool to see in this industry. Um, yeah, man, I've that gosha
2: that, gotcha that they did, which I think oh, it's yeah. what you're referring to. The gosha is like mama's E-line pie. E-line pie, yeah, that was amazing, yeah, amazing, man. But like, yeah, man, I feel like that's really what this podcast has been all about, you know what I mean is like beer has the ability to uh bring disparate people together yeah
1: for sure i mean there's so many you know so many different walks of life that um you know have come into the industry and um you know like i said i I just love one of my favorite things is to go to a brewery go to a tap room go to a bottle shop and just be at a, a large table with people that i don't even know from all different walks of life it doesn't matter who, who they voted for, who they, you know, who they right. root for, who, you know, it didn't matter. We were talking beer and we're enjoying each other's company. And I just think, you know, like, I feel like if there is a cure for world peace, it's got to be through beer because, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen people that, you know, like you said before, maybe wouldn't even have talked to each other uh, in, in normal life, but sit down and, and have beers together. You know, like, like Josh and I, uh, two polar opposites in terms of our our personal beliefs religious beliefs stuff like that but we were damn good friends and it was all over beer we never really griped with each other fought with each other or anything like that and um you know it was always the passion that we both had you know with him with brewing i mean he taught me how to brew um and it it was always his personal challenge when you know somebody said well i don't really care for beer he would love to find a beer that some that they would like. Um, and you know, and and I've kind of shined through, through myself, you know, when someone says I don't like beer, Oh man, it's like a challenge. I love it. I eat it up. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where I just, I, I love hanging with all different walks of life and get to, you get to talk to people, like I said, that you wouldn't normally talk to and come to find out that you might have more in common than you think, you know? Yeah, sure. Maybe we didn't vote for the same person or we, you know, maybe we go to two different churches, right? You go to a a synagogue, and I and I and I go to a, a church, or whatever the case may be. But it doesn't matter, right? Who cares, right? That's yeah. what you on your on your personal time. But right now, we're talking beer and we're having a good time and enjoying each other's companies, right? I love it. Yeah, man. And I love this beer, this naughty beer from Mason L Works. Uh, you're gonna love it when I give you this can because I can't um, wait to try it. It literally tastes like a S'mores beer. Um, that the fluff is is perfect at the end. Um, chocolatey. It's not overly thick like some some of the some of the stouts. And you know, it's not a not like a barrel aged stout or pastry stout or anything like that. But um, it's uh, not overly sweet, but it's it's sweet where it counts. That marshmallow note at the end really kind of adds the sweetness. Cacao nibs really give you that chocolate bold bitter
2: flavor. I like it. It's good stuff. Do you feel like it hits the hot chocolate vibe cuz yeah. I feel like it's yeah yeah cuz it's easy to hit the chocolate uh note right but like hot chocolate is a little bit more like Different flavor specific. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Different flavors so they definitely did a good job with this one so highly recommended. Costco will have them even after Christmas I'm sure until they're sold out but it's a nice little variety pack where you get half the boxes naughty and the other half is nice. So, and two different beers, so <laughs> The the, the naughty was good and um, highly recommended.
2: Yeah. Recommend hey, it. which which one should I crack, man? I can't decide. I wish we could uh get like a fan poll going. Right. Should I get a Do Where's My Sleigh or a uh, Santa Sleighs? What do you What do you think?
1: I'm gonna say Santa Sleighs. Okay. Yeah. Let's do you that. Got you got it good recommendation that's a good beer i'm glad that they i know it's so good, man.
2: so good all right here's for the sound creeps one two three nice so good that's beautiful
0: yeah man man that's yeah.
2: absolutely beautiful so good man i can't wait till they open like we gotta try and hit them up yeah the show over there for sure that'd be great
1: just thought, just chopping up beer and uh uh tasting you know a lot of their you know different beers that they have that are amazing and hearing the story you know i mean we've heard it but some of our listeners might not have heard it and uh you know just cool people and cool vibes and definitely uh much needed uh uh, adrenaline kick into the industry uh, by those folks uh, proudly carried at the craft
2: lounge uh, crowns and hops yeah most definitely man like just beautiful they've uh, aside from brewing incredible beer like really outstanding beer just props to them for bringing like so much um needed representation to the industry and just yeah. you know bringing like different voice different culture different vibe to the brewing industry so shout out to crowns and hops man cheers
1: oh uh, cousin eddie brought back the boss where's the
0: phone i'm uh, just hold your wand there, fella. Clark had nothing to do with this. This here was my idea. All right. He's still fired. And you are going to jail. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Eddie, it was my fault. I lost my temper when I got my bonus. And I, I guess I said a few things I shouldn't have. Bonus? Mm-hmm. How did you get a bonus? I cut out bonuses this year. Yeah. Thanks for telling us. <laughs> I was expecting a check. Instead, I got enrolled in a jelly club. 17 years with the company. I've gotten a Christmas bonus every year, but this one. You don't want to get bonuses, fine. But when people count on them as part of their salary, I don't know what you did
1: Heard to build a swimming pool. That sucks. A <laughs> <laughs> nod of approval from Russ.
0: Cousin in law whose heart is bigger than his brain. I appreciate that. Part. <laughs> I'm more than happy to take a wrap on this. On behalf of myself, and on behalf of every other employee, you rear-ended this Christmas. Ah, uh, the stare of the old people. <laughs> look, uh, sometimes things look good on paper, but... Uh... Lose their luster when you see how to fix real folks. I guess a healthy bottom line doesn't mean much. To get it, you have to hurt the ones you depend on. It's it's people that make the difference. Little people like you. So, Carl, whatever you got last year, add twenty percent. (laughs)
1: <laughs> love it oh, here comes a swap team but hey this is a lesson listen the, the beard ad's going to get serious here but this is a lesson for all you ceos presidents uh, vps Uh, general managers, people that are in a power decision-making capacity for a company. Regardless of if your employees celebrate Christmas or not, it's still the holiday season. It's the end of the year. Your employees are an extension of you, and they deserve to be treated accordingly. And you're really good employees if you take care of them at the end of the year with some kind of Christmas bonus, Christmas party, whatever it is. You know, I know that some companies can't afford much. But let me tell you something, the the hardest of workers, when you do something to honor them at the end of the year, whether it be in bonus form, Christmas party form, appreciation day, whatever it is, it goes miles and you keep the best people. So take care of your employees during the holiday season, please don't be Mr. Scrooge. You don't want to, in the middle of the night, be woken up out of your bed by a crazy guy with a metal plate in his head, driving an old beat-up RV where he kidnaps you out of your nice warm home and takes you somewhere. Please learn your lesson from Cousin Eddie and Christmas Vacation. Take care of your employees in the holidays. Well said, man. It's I mean, it's, 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 it's true. I can think of all the things throughout my years, different places that I've worked where even small tokens of a card with like a gift card or you know and on the card is handwritten by someone in a higher level in the company with actual words appreciating the work that you've done for the year you know it goes miles you know christmas parties that i've been that i've gone to uh you know um i've won raffle prizes at christmas parties i got lucky for some reason i've got two televisions uh, one, one from working, uh, at one place and, and, and one where I'm at now at different Christmas parties. So it's been, it's been nice. I guess I got luck there, but, um, those kinds of things they like, I, I love them, you know, there's always employees that complain and eh, it's Christmas, but I'm telling you, it goes a long ways. People look forward to that kind of thing. And, you know, like in Clark's case, he was looking forward to his bonus that he got every year put a pool. Yeah. The CEO got a little shysty and thought, I'm going to save money on my bottom line this year. And it's like, nope, because I'll tell you for, you know, for everyone listening that own companies, breweries, tap rooms and bottle shops, all these, you know, people that listen to the show and then just people in, in regular industry as well. You take care of these employees. Yeah. It costs you money at the end of the year, but you know, there's things called tax write offs but also think about this when your employees are happy and motivated and they're like, dude, my... My CEO took care of us this year. Guess what happens that following year? They're more productive because they look forward to that bonus that next year. So they're like, if I do an even better job, I wonder what happens this year. And so now I'm looking at more profits and, and a better run company. And it's not going to happen overnight, but take care of your employees. I guarantee you'll see some change.
2: No, for sure. I'm
1: off In my the- soapbox.
2: <laughs> no, I couldn't have said it better, man. I mean, you gotta take care of the people that work for you, you know? Like it's unfortunate that it's not enough of a priority. Yeah. For a lot of companies. It's and,
1: not, uh, you know. I've I've seen it, you know, even with like say my wife's company that she works for, they used to do this big, huge amazing christmas party and they didn't get christmas bonuses but this christmas party was their bonus and um they stopped doing it and there were people like my wife who looked forward to it i mean it was fun i mean they would a ballroom rented out at like the casino and dj and food and they would give away raffle prizes and stuff like that it was a lot of fun and then that started going away, and then it started going to, like, where it was just an employee-only luncheon, which was, hey, this was nice. People got gifts. That went away. And then pandemic happened, and it's like, we're not doing anything. And not even a gift card or a thank you or anything like that, you know. And not to say my wife's not a hard worker, but it definitely, it's it's a big difference, you know. Yeah, if- of course. You know, there's some people that look forward to the, or they rely on those bonuses to buy Christmas presents.
2: So, <laughs> just a reminder out there uh, to all the big guys out there: don't forget about the little guys. They, they need
1: a little something. That's right. Big beverage. Stay away from my local independently owned craft breweries. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I the movie is uh, coming to an end here. Uh, so I'm gonna crack my last beer, which is nice. That's a good way to end it, I think.
2: Well, if you if you if you're gonna go if you're gonna start naughty, it's probably a good way to end not only the show but end the year and uh, the last beer dad and rude podcast of 2022. Yeah, with a nice
1: yeah, man. Here we go. Beautiful. Oh. So nice little Westy, yeah. Clear, nice crisp, nice white head. Very, very piney on the on the aroma. It says here it's a piney holiday inspired double dry hopped IPA,
0: mm.
1: coming in at seven percent. I like that wow. little West Coast action here for all our friends here on the West Side. Yay, yay. Had to do it since we had, you know, Christmas time in Hollis, Queens, opening the show.
2: And this one is also, uh, is this, this series from uh, Ailsmith, right? This is Mason Elworks. Sorry, Mason, Mason, my bad. But I did have
1: Ailsmith earlier, but the Naughty and Nice series is Mason Elworks. Easy to get those tongue twisted. Right. My bad. Sorry, man. Um yeah this is uh different it's uh I'm trying to describe it in the best way without offending uh anybody uh west coast i p a and I took a snip off the Christmas tree, the real one, and mm. I stirred it in my west coast i p a okay. this is what I'm tasting,
2: okay. I mean, that's all you'd want from your Christmas IPA, you know, like, yeah,
1: that sounds amazing. It's good. It kind of actually reminds me, and I don't remember which Christmas episode, if it was the first one or if it was last year or the year. I don't even know. I think this is the third or the fourth. Um, but... I feel like yeah, yeah, third, third, yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, honestly, so, the first one we had a beer from Spindle Tap Brewing in um the Houston area, sent by Drake, our good friend. Another shout out. I almost forgot about Drake. We love you, buddy. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Drake, Drake, man. Yeah, So He man, big part of the podcast because if it wasn't for Drake. We would have never gone to Houston. We would have never met Marcus from Baba Brew House. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah. So Drake and Vicky Spindle Tab, it was like a Christmas tree beer. And it was like, they didn't use any hops. They used Christmas trees, spruce trees, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> and this is, uh, it's given me those vibes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey, uh not for everybody but for people that like unique and interesting beer experiences this is the one
2: yeah it sounds amazing man I mean what more could you want from like Christmas IPA like right and it's nice very nice gotta, gotta, get on, gotta get on the nice list <laughs> I am not naughty. I am nice right nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you, um, do you have like a favorite podcast moment of the year or even, even if it's not podcasts, just like favorite, like beer community moment of the year, something you experienced that just like touched you moved you, like reminded you of like why the beer community is such an amazing, special place? Um there's a
1: lot I I think that's um gone on over the last year and um it's hard to put a finger on the on, on my favorite but one of the sure. things that I can say that really you know you're talking about bringing people together and stuff like that um after Konkle Fest. So obviously the act of is amazing, you know, everything that we're able to do with that. And, you know, again, uh, shout out to Jimmy for, uh, hosting there at the Crap lounge, but it's been really, really cool to see all the breweries that were involved in Konkle Fest have now gotten together and done collabs together. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, in fact, uh, literally, I think today or yesterday, solaris uh, released a uh, collab with seek Breer, and uh it looks really good it's a, i believe a cold ipa and i think that's really cool um uh, that right there you know josh was not a very um what do you like somebody that liked to be out in the in you know out front and center and you know talked about or anything like that but Something that he would really like to see would be those brewers all getting together um, and, and brewing together and, you know, just coming together, you know, breweries that maybe never had talked to each other before until they met each other at Kunkelfest. I mean, it was kind of like a bonding, almost like a, just a big beer share bonfire kind of thing. Like Arrowhead Brewing, you know, did stuff with Kings and vice versa and uh, Oscars Brewing and all the guys are getting together. Solaris and Seek. And, uh, it's it's just really cool to see. So I kind of I kind of dug that. Um, you know, I don't think it. You know, I'm not the reason behind it, but I'd like to say that Kunkle Fest brought everybody together.
2: No, it's that's beautiful, man. Like, you know, not only the podcast made that happen, but Josh made that happen, and yeah, that's a great memory to share. And one that I know will be continued year after year after year and will only get bigger and bigger and bigger in Josh's memory.
1: I hope so. I really do. I think that uh, there's definitely a possibility for expansion in larger and larger and bigger and bigger every year. So um, I'd like to think that, um, you know, we have an opportunity to do something very special in Josh's name to continue that tradition. So. I mean, amongst all kinds of other things that we, we did over the year, you know, yeah. bringing you on and getting to go to some some new breweries that we hadn't done shows with before. Um, Harland was one of my bucket list breweries. Uh, it was really cool to sit down with Ryan and Nick and they took care of us and uh, hear their story. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, very popular episode for us as far as downloads go, which is not surprising. Yeah. Doing know the that works? Yeah meet me the guy mobile l works that they're, they're cool people and you know we just we've done a lot this year um you know gone all over the place and, and hopefully that continues and, and goes through uh into 23 as well as some travel dates that we are going to plan here shortly
2: i think it totally will man like yeah i just want to shout out again i know i've said it on the show before but the uh bottle logic episode in anaheim um that you and brandon did was beautiful sure. um yeah. just so much insight in that episode uh um, is amazing uh
1: probably i mean i not to crush any egos but probably one of the most uh, knowledgeable uh people in the beer industry when it comes to uh beer and brewing and all that kind of stuff also, she's not even the brewer. <laughs> I know, man. You know, but
2: yeah.
1: she she might as well be because I'm telling you right now um Bottle Logic has uh someone special and they better not ever let her go anywhere.
2: They're so lucky to have her. And also like Pure Projects was uh no no sorry uh Prison Pals. Prison Pals was like an amazing episode. Like hearing from those dudes, hearing their story was just amazing. And like,
1: that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, coming up from Argentina and starting a new life here in the United States to follow the American dream as like they say, to escape their prison of their country. Right. I mean, there's a lot of beauty down in Argentina, you know, it's their culture and everything. And Hey, Argentina won the world cup recently. Um, and they were they're excited about that, but, um, you know, for them, it was it, it was you know owning a business is, is not a thing down in, in argentina just the way that their government works and everything it's a very strict and um you know communist type you know environment and um they were able to as they say escape their prison and come here and start the american dream and start prison pals get a bunch of guys together from argentina and say let's do this and um it's just a really cool story to hear from juan and diego Uh, So it's a cool episode if you haven't listened to it.
2: Yeah, definitely listen to it. And, uh, you know, happy holidays. Happy New Year to Juan and Diego. That was a great episode. And I'll tell you, you know, I've loved every episode that I've been a part of. But my personal favorite was when we went to King's Brewing Company out in Rancho Cucamonga, California. I love that brewery. I love the people that work there. The beer there is just on a whole nother level, and uh, yeah, I just I can't wait to go back there.
1: Yeah, you got that right. Uh, You know, Jeremiah and his family have definitely done a good job there with both Kings Brewing and KBC Lager House, and it was fun being there for Oktoberfest. And you know, shout out to everything Jeremiah's done for the show and uh, been a part of. um, You know, consider him family as well and. Uh, you know wishing them nothing but success uh in their future endeavors as well uh, they've got some stuff you know coming up i mean jeremiah's one of those guys the wheels are always turning always oh, got <laughs> some up the sleeve to to continue and better his business and and uh, his profile um and he's uh definitely doing those things and uh you know it started with the you know kbc logger house you know helping his son with the um reunion la um uh, shoe place that's next door to king's brewing and uh you know he's got uh all the frose exotics candies and different things that he's growing and um always oh, got something new coming up and i know there's some things down the pipeline that uh, you know i don't think he's ready to talk about but um it's going to be cool there at king so we'll definitely be hopping back in there, uh, in the future as well. But, um, and, uh um, I'm sad to hear Logan left Kings brewing. Um, Oh, wow. But, but, uh, on good terms, uh, he's just trying to get back, uh, cause he's not from California. And so now he is, um, back in uh, North Carolina for Bramari brewing. So cheers to him and we'll be talking to him, uh, in the future as well. But,
2: for sure. Man, I know Bramari has been something that's been featured on the show, and has got quite the legend behind it. Um, yeah, man, I Jeremiah, like you know, I rolled up to Kings. All I had to say was, "Yo, I'm with the Beer Dad and Brew Podcast." Jeremiah, like, took care of me like I was an old friend. He gave us beer and. His hospitality was uh, unmatched. So just shout out to Jeremiah, the whole operation that him and, you know, his family, because it's a family operation out there in Ranch Cucamonga. Shout out to Jeremiah and everybody out there. Um, Yeah, just appreciate everything you're doing and incredible beer that you guys are brewing out there. Um, Yeah, much love to you guys. Awesome.
1: And cheers to everybody uh, that's been a part of the Beard Adam and brew podcast all year long. Um, you know, we thank you for listening to the show, following the show, interacting with us on social media. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here because when Josh and I started this silly old thing, it was like, Hey, let's uh, just do what we normally do, which is have beer shares and bullshit and have a good time. See if anybody listens to it. And then it took off and uh, you know, we, we by no means, are, are the Joe Rogans of the beer industry, but we like to think that we do good things for the beer industry. And, um, you know, we definitely appreciate everybody that's uh, been a part of our show. And again, you know, our listeners are a big part of that, because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing these things. So thank you and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody. For
2: sure. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say other than Merry Christmas yeah happy holidays happy new year and um 2023 is going to be an amazing year for the Beard dad and brood podcast.
1: gonna be a, gonna be a great year and uh like i said merry christmas happy holidays uh cheers to the new year a uh, cheers to the Beard dad and brood community followers listeners everyone that's been a part of the show all the breweries brewers owners that have joined us and opened to open their homes to us thank you cheers to our future endeavors and uh we can't have we can't end the year without letting grandma have her say right
2: yeah i uh you know grandma she was like hey you and justin You and the Beer Dad, you're not going to be together. Who do I go with? And I said, well, you got to go with the Beer Dad. And she's like, well, but I care about you too. And I said, well, okay, all right. Then you come with me. She said, well, what about the Beer Dad? So, anyway, we figured out a way to make her present here with both me and with the Beer Dad. And, uh, yeah, we got her here.
1: Absolutely. So, here she is. Uh, Brandon, cheers. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.
2: Merry, Merry Christmas, brother.
1: Yeah, cheers, brother. All right, Grandma, take us home.
0: They also practice by drinking the urine of a ram. The the what? They drink rams' piss because of the pH balance. No, because if you can drink rams' piss, fuck, you can drink
2: almost anything. <laughs> she said, "Fuck."
0: What's this the moment liquor? What gets you drunk or bigger? What comes in bottles or in cans? Can't get enough of it. How we really love it makes me think I'm a man. I could kiss and hug it, but I'd rather chug it. Beer! my belly out to here. I could not refuse it Beer! I could really use a beer. Beer, 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 beer. I can't remember how much I have had. I drank a 12-pack with my dad.